Taylor Swift is making $13 million a night, but that's just the headline. She is single-handedly contributing $5 billion to every single economy she visits in every single city. And it's all because of the Eras Tour. This is her record-breaking concert tour. And just like everything else in her empire, the Eras Tour is a methodical business machine. And I'm going to tell you all about how it works, how it started, how it's going, and how it's record-breaking in so many ways. That's coming up right after this. If you like the podcast, if you love the YouTube channel, go ahead, subscribe, share it with a friend. If you're new here, my name's John Davids. I've helped my clients make over $120 million working with my marketing and growth agencies. You can learn all about that at johndavids.com. And now let's get to the show. You're listening to Making It with John Davids. So let's rewind to November 2022. Taylor Swift announces the Eras Tour, a show that's designed to take her fans on a sonic tour through her 10 albums. Now, before this, before COVID, she actually had another tour planned called Loverfest, and that was canceled, of course, in 2019. And now she goes ahead and launches this new tour, which is going to blow the roof off. Tickets go on sale, and a couple weeks later, it is chaos, absolute chaos. Demand is preposterously high, with 2.4 million tickets sold just in the first 24 hours. That is the most tickets sold for any single artist on any single day in history. Fans who miss out on the initial ticket sales have to turn to the resale market, where prices quickly shoot up. You guys know this. Tickets are going for $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 a pop. It is insane. You could end up paying a lot more money than that. And even if you're lucky enough to get a ticket, because it's really hard, even on the secondary market, here is what you can expect. The Eras Tour, the show itself, is kind of like a Broadway show meets Cirque du Soleil, all wrapped up in a pop concert on steroids. So the show runs over three hours. It covers 44 songs. There are three stages that rotate with tons of eye candy, pyrotechnics, hydraulics, fire cannons, the works. Taylor is constantly moving around. There's a different costume and a different vibe, a different world really created for every single set in the show. And there's 10 sets in total, I guess four songs per set. 10 sets in total. That gives you 44 songs. And again, it's three hours plus of nonstop performance. Eras is so elaborate that it actually takes a construction crew two weeks ahead of the, each performance at each stadium to construct the stage. And then 90 trucks roll in about a day or two before to finish the whole thing off. And that's actually why, in addition to the insane demand, the reason they're doing multiple shows in each city is because it does take a long time to set this show up. This is basically like a Vegas show or a full Broadway show on tour. And so think about the dynamic, the size, the sheer scale of this. They're not going to go to some place and do it one time. They're going to go to a an arena, a stadium, and do three, four, five, six, seven shows, and they're selling out every single performance. Taylor hits the stage every night to entertain 72,000 people, screaming fans. That's her average nightly attendance. And this show is enormous. Let's talk numbers. Eras is breaking every record there is 
As of July, Taylor grossed $300 million in ticket sales. For comparison, the second place as of July 2023 was the Bruce Springsteen Tour, which brought in $142 million. That's less than half than Taylor at $300 million, and she's just getting started. Now, the biggest tour of all time is Elton John's tour, $939 million in revenue. That tour is still going. It's his multi-year farewell tour, nearing a billion dollars, and Taylor will do that by the middle of 2024. She'll double that. She'll probably go more than double that by the end of 2024, but she's slated to well go over that in the next year. Eras is not just a U.S. phenomenon either. When tickets go on sale in other countries, it is pandemonium. Tickets opened up in Canada, 31 million people 31 million registered to buy them. Guys, for context, that is 77% of the population of Canada all registering for tickets, just the opportunity to get tickets to Taylor Swift. These numbers are ridiculous, and it's no accident. All right, here's my take. Taylor is an absolute hit-making machine. She knows how to sell songs. She knows how to sell tickets. She is in rarefied air with 264 million albums sold. Quick break so I can tell you about DemandScope. DemandScope is a performance marketing agency that helps you acquire new customers, keep them hooked, and scale profitably. Google ads, Instagram ads, TikTok ads, landing pages, email, and more. There are so many ways to get customers today, but if you're not doing it right, you'll end up blowing a whole bunch of money. And that's why I launched DemandScope. We're here to make sure you're doing it right. Get more customers today and scale effectively. Learn more at demandscope.co. That's demandscope.co. She also understands branding and buzz building better than most marketing execs and MBAs that I know. Most importantly, she over-delivers and supersizes for her fans every single time. Taylor's last tour, Reputation, was already the highest-grossing U.S. tour ever. And while we were all locked down during COVID, you know what Taylor was doing? She was making hits every single year. Every year, she released a number one album since 2019. Okay, get this. Bloomberg Businessweek ran a magazine cover with the headline, Taylor Swift is the music industry. And inside that article, they go into detail on just how Taylor is redefining the music business. But here is the crazy part. That cover, go check that Bloomberg Businessweek with that cover. It is from 2014. That was almost a decade ago. It's been almost 10 years and Taylor Swift is still redefining the music business. That is the era story, Taylor Swift. Let me get into some finer details of why I think she is so impressive and how she's unique. She's not like other pop stars. She's not like other rock stars. She's not like other country stars. But if you go back all the way to the beginning, 2006, she was reinventing herself every few years. And it's easy to think now, oh, Taylor Swift is just a pop star. Guys, she started as a country artist and she dabbled in pop and she dabbled in rock. And I remember thinking back 10, 11, 12 years, there was a time where her manager said to her, you've got to go ahead and get in your lane and stay in the country lane because you're doing really well there. Why would you mess it up? You're better off being something 
to these people rather than trying to be something to everybody, which is what you have to do in the pop music industry. But not only did she do that, she kept doing it over and over again and really reinventing her own lane. So here's something interesting. Taylor never really followed mainstream music all those years, right? Like she stayed away, for example, from EDM. She stayed away from heavy dance music. If you think about all the artists that have come along over the last 10, 15 years, they've jumped into these genres, which were hot at the time, which isn't a bad thing, by the way. You want to stay current. You want to stay relevant. But Taylor really stayed in her own lane. If you look at her discography, so look at Folklore, look at 1989, look at Midnight's, Speak Now all the way back in 2010, Red, Evermore, she really has gone in such a range over the course of that time. And again, making it look seamless. Imagine retaining and growing your fan base while changing your style and having that style be different from everybody else at the time. That is really remarkable. And she knows what she's doing. She doesn't speak about this very much, but we know I've spoken to people in her camp who are incredibly secretive, and they will say she is an incredible business mind. Two, three days a week, she's at the boardroom table talking business strategy, talking merchandising, talking marketing, those uh, secret listening parties, those private parties that she holds at her mom's house in Nashville. That's on purpose. There's a reason she's bringing fans out, creating these intimate experiences, showing up at somebody's wedding. A fan writes her a letter, invites her to the wedding. She shows up. These are really interesting things that she's doing, and she's doing it for a reason. The other thing is she has an immense impact on the music industry. So if you look at the deals that she's had with Spotify, with Apple Music, and the ability that she has to actually move them to change their policies and change what, she, what they're doing based on whether or not they're going to get her catalog. If you remember what happened with Taylor's former agent, uh, I think it was manager actually, Scott Borchetta, selling her catalog to Scooter Braun. And then she went ahead and ended up re-recording all the masters so she could actually get the revenue when those songs are played. And those songs, those new Taylor version songs are actually bigger than the originals. They're getting more plays on Spotify and YouTube than the originals because her fans have her back. The last thing that's really interesting is she does have this ability to move between pop culture and government and policy and business. So a couple interesting stats. The Federal Reserve Bank of Philadelphia, in their announcement in earlier 2023, listed Taylor Swift's tour in their report as helping boost travel and tourism in the region of Philadelphia. And that claim was made by several other U.S. cities. The government the Federal Reserve is quoting the Taylor Swift Eras Tour as boosting tourism and travel and all the revenues going to hotels, restaurants, and airlines purely because of Taylor Swift. That's really cool. Another one is the fact that when she got into that big hubbub with Ticketmaster over the chaotic and disastrous ticket sales, they were called up in front of the Senate. And so here she is, one single artist having major impact on the travel and tourism industry, on the ticketing industry, on the streaming music industry, on the actual rights of artists within the music industry and being making sure they're not being taken advantage of by their management companies and by their record labels. Taylor Swift really is a pioneer. And I think that's why Bloomberg said all the way back in 2014 that Taylor Swift is the music industry. Look, whether you like her or not, she definitely is redefining the industry and trailblazing a new path 
for a lot of artists to follow. That's what I think of Taylor Swift. I'm a Swifty. I want to know what you guys think. You can get me at johndavids.com while you're there. Make sure to subscribe to my newsletter. It's free. It's awesome. And of course, follow me all across social. I'll talk to you guys next time.